It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. <laughs> Do I have Success Boutique on the line? Yes, you do. Hi. <laughs> Dan, I don't know if you're being serious right now or not. I'd be deadly serious. I'd be deadly serious. For all of those that are new to me and Jade, which would be all of you, forever, um, our relationship has bounced on the back of Jade not knowing if I've been serious or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun and joyful and playful. Yep. And probably a bit annoying for Jade sometimes, but she still has to love me because she has no choice because I've decided she's my friend and that's it. Isn't that true? We always have a choice in life, but I choose to love you, Dan. <laughs> you choose to love me. That makes it all the more sweeter. I don't feel like a, I've kidnapped your friendship. Everyone, <laughs> this is the first of what will be a regular little chit chat between myself and the magical Jade Stoner, wherein which we just have a little chat about something poignant, inspiring and motivational. Um, probably going to be based on what we've been dealing with this week. It's going to be raw. It's going to be authentic. It's going to be real. And it's going to be an opportunity for you guys to have a little, a little pep talk every week. How does that sound? Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds great. I think the people love it, Jade. What do you think? <laughs> you wouldn't know i think you would know i think you know a lot of things everyone this week we're going to be talking about something that came up in conversation between myself and jade yesterday and that is just listening to your body when sometimes you need a rest so jade why don't you tell us about your week um my week hasn't gone to plan um I haven't felt great. Mm -hmm. All week, actually. On Tuesday morning, I woke up, but I went to London and I worked from the private members club that I work from occasionally. Mm -hmm. And I left in the afternoon as I had a stomach ache. Mm -hmm. And as I was on the train going home, I was thinking, I'll go home and I'll do what I need to do, but I'll do it in the comfort of my own home. Mm -hmm. And then I had this thought of just no you need to listen to your body, mm -hmm. which is ironic as mm -hmm. this is what I coach people on as mm -hmm. part of working with my client. Yeah. And I went home and I retreated to bed in my pajamas and a hot water bottle with my MacBook. Yeah. And I spent the afternoon in bed. My son came home from school. He asked what was wrong. I told him and I just didn't put any pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. um, Wednesday, I felt better. Um, in terms of my stomach didn't hurt, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, still very lethargic feeling. Mm -hmm. But it was just a case of accepting it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is sometimes. Mm -hmm. And how did you feel after you gave yourself a couple of days just to chill out? Today, I've actually woke up feeling great. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my alarm on today. Yeah, it is Saturday. Yes, but I do usually have an alarm on on the yeah. weekend. Yeah, but today I didn't have an alarm. I got up. I felt a lot better, probably because yesterday afternoon again I was just thinking to myself, "I'm just going to go with it. What do I want to do right now?" And it was a case of I relaxed. I watched um, some documentaries, and 
I ate some really great food and I had a drink, an alcoholic drink that is. I just switched off for the evening and today I've woken up and I feel refreshed. I feel relaxed. I feel, I feel back to myself really. Yeah. Is what I'm feeling. There you go. So, I mean, when people get into these ebbs, I think there's a couple of ways my own experience and the experience of people I've spoken to and the experience of wiser people who've written books and such on the same topic, that there's a couple of ways that this can go. It can either be that somebody comes into a situation where their body is talking to them and they use it as an excuse to not take action over a prolonged period of time or someone's body says, I need a bit of a break. And then what happens is they slip into a pattern of actually not not taking any action over 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 a period so it might be that like you their body really just needed you know a couple of days just to recalibrate catch up with itself um have some downtime and then they allow that to become a habit of not actually taking action do you see where i'm coming from yeah absolutely um i think i've been there in the past yeah so probably for me this is lessons learned really yeah. Everything that goes through in life, I believe, is there to, to teach us something. Yeah. So for me, yes, I have been there where I have used the excuse. And I think over time you come to, well, certainly with self-awareness, mm-hmm. you then become aware of knowing when you're using it as an excuse not to do anything and it becomes a bad habit. It becomes a pattern of behavior. Yeah. But equally, when sometimes you just need to listen to your and just relax. Um, easier said than done as well. I mean, I work with people in the entertainment industry and often with the roles that they're in it's not as easy as just switch off and stop no so it is finding that balance and that happy medium yeah i believe even taking some time out every day i mean if we're looking at the prevention rather than the cure yeah making sure that you have time out for yourself every day that was what i was going to say (laughs) exactly what i was going to say because obviously you've had quite You've had quite an excitable couple of weeks, haven't you? You were uh, out in Ibiza, living it up. It could just be that your body needed to catch up off of the back of that. Yeah, that's... Um, and that's a really difficult one for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I was in Ibiza. Um, the reason that I don't put it down to Ibiza is that the time difference wasn't that great. It's there an hour ahead. Mm-hmm. The flight was relatively short. It was two and a half hours. I didn't go to loads of clubs. I mean, my evenings consisted of lots of carver, yes, as they do in Spain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also not, so they weren't, I wasn't going to bed really, really late. I was still up early in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is always hard to try and pinpoint. And actually, that's what I spend a lot of time doing sometimes. Not so much this time, but trying to figure it out. And this week was just, I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just going to accept what it is mm-hmm. um because as a female as well there's a certain time of the month that comes where yeah. everything goes a bit serious so yeah. and i found myself asking a couple of times is it that or is it something else and there have come a couple of points where i thought to myself i can't keep blaming my ski with moods on pms maybe it is pms mm-hmm. but again because i'm so self-aware i'm like is this is this an excuse that I'm using? Mm-hmm. Is it something that's actually real for me? I hear you. I mean, there's just a couple of things off the back of what you just said. First and foremost, 
I would say emotions come in waves. They last a maximum of 90 seconds. Everything over 90 seconds is you attaching or um, resisting the emotion, and that's what makes it prolong. So if you have a wave of frustration, anger, irritation in the midst of it being a certain time of the month, if you are staying aware of it and you do just observe it and let it happen and let it go through you, then there's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes people judge themselves off the back of that. Like, oh my God, I was just angry. I was just angry about something. Well, you feel the emotion of anger and then you have the choice as an aware person on how you're going to deal with it. Do you lash it out at people? Do you use it as an opportunity to um, throw blame? Or do you just let the anger be within you, observe it and let it pass? Are you asking me that as a question? I'm asking your opinion on that statement. Is it something you would agree with or is it something that you would? Because obviously one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, um, this little series of episodes where we discuss something in relation to motivation with you is because you don't, you're not a yes man. Like if I'm chatting crap, you will tell me. <laughs> if you have an opposing opinion, just you will make it yes. Um, <laughs> I think, for me as a coach um what i understand in my experience is that when you do feel anger Mm -hmm. i i teach my clients and i've been taught myself to look at what triggered that emotion because never actually about something outside of you yeah so we live in a very blame society you know it's always what he did or she did or you know they made me angry yeah but did they they're not in your body they didn't come and inject you with that anger so that means your body creating those chemicals to cause that anger or that frustration or that hurt or whatever emotion it is for you so i would always take a step back and i would look at what is it about the situation that made me angry because i did that myself i made me angry but what is it about it because that was only a trigger it's it's like someone coming to push a button for you. And I believe part of the self-awareness and the personal growth is looking at what triggers you and why it triggers you. And when you can learn to heal that, the same things won't make you angry. I mean, there are times that, you know, something happens and you just get angry. We're human. Yeah. And therein, I think it's just about not beating yourself up about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, in my experience, when we hold on to things like being angry at ourselves, that builds up and... And it creates an energetic block within us that then manifests in our lives in a multitude of ways. True. So true. So true. And like you said, the whole thing with not beating yourself up, I think is, is really important because when you're beating yourself up about something, you're not growing from the situation. No, absolutely not. Which is interesting because that could then become a pattern and it's a way to hold you back. Yeah. The situation and that keeps perpetuating in your life. And then you say, well, I'm here because of X, Y, and Z. Again, and it comes back to always things being outside of yourself. You know, it's always because of my husband, because of my wife, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my children. Backdoor gremlin, right? Yep. And, and it's gremlin. Therefore, saying I'm powerless. Yeah, it's just an opportunity to still be in, um, still be uh, a victim. It's like I, I can be a victim about this, but it's like um, what do they call it? Uh, God, a spiritual pass? Do they call it a spiritual pass? Is that what they call it? 
What's that? What do you mean? Where basically you 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 create an excuse around spiritual practice. So like, oh, you know, oh, that's just my inner being behaving that way, whatever. And so you make an excuse which disempowers you, but you you hide it under the guise of it being something positive. So you can say, oh, I was just learning another lesson. 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 And then actually you're just sitting in a, in a perpetual pattern of learning lessons and not going anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember there was something that happened in the week similar to what you've just said. And I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly what it is, but I did say to the person exactly what you've just said. Mm-hmm. You know, again, that's just being super aware. And I think it's key to point out here, I am very self-aware, but I've been in personal growth, reading, learning, growing since 2010. Mm-hmm. And I'm by no means perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually known if you read my bio on my website, it says I am imperfectly perfect because yeah. I actually don't believe in perfection. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, that's really key Yeah. to understand and to not beat yourself up. We're all on our own unique journey. And again, a problem in our society is comparing ourselves to others. Mm-hmm. And that serves at many levels to keep you stuck. Um, it's disempowering. Sorry? It's disempowering. Oh, absolutely. Um, but again, our minds are brilliant. Yeah. And, and they can work for or against us, depending on how you use it. Yeah. And they are brilliant and they can keep you stuck in these really, really complex patterns because of all the things we've discussed and so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the key thing is just to, is to breathe. I always take a deep breath when I find myself, my mind's running away with me and just saying, you know, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be in my life right now. If I was meant to be anywhere else, if I was meant to be having any other experience, I would be mm. um, being at peace with that. And remembering that we are, as I said, on our own unique journeys. It doesn't matter what this person's doing or that person's doing. We've all got our own journeys that we're going through and what we need to learn for us. And, to help others as well. Yeah. No, I do feel that. I do feel that. I just want to come back to Ibiza though, because it's just occurred to me that you did say, you know, you weren't really out late at night, you weren't um, partying, you weren't having late nights, but I think sometimes it's easy to lose sight of the fact that energy gets expended, not just by being up late all night, even the fact that you were a large group of people meant that you would have had to been expending a large amount of energy doing that. Um, being in a different environment and interacting with a completely different environment, people speaking a different language around you, that can all affect your energy as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're really good points. Yeah. How I handled that, I mean, if you'd have put me in that situation two, three years ago, I wouldn't have coped very well. Yeah. I've never had many female friends. Yeah. I've never had large groups of friends mm-hmm. and there were 13 or 14 of us in one house yeah and most of us never met each other before yeah but for me it was seeing how much I'd grown as a person because none of that phased me yeah and really well and it was very effortless but you're absolutely right in what you said all of those things it's not just about working really hard hard or being up late or doing lots physically that can make you tired and drain your energy yeah there are lots of other things so yeah what you said it it could have impacted it yeah 
I haven't thought about it in that way as I had such a high vibe time while I was there and mm-hmm. I came home, well, I shifted into a complete different energy being there. Yeah. Um, the first couple of days, certainly when I came back, I my flight was delayed mm-hmm. until sort of two o'clock in the morning, which wasn't the original plan, which then ate into that day and yeah. the knock-on effect from that. So the first couple of days, absolutely, you know, it, it was down to that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but then it would, you know, give it a week or two weeks. I think I've been home for three weeks now. Yeah. I'm not sure that it was necessarily down, but I don't know. Yeah. And there comes a point where, what do they call it? Para- uh, paralysis analysis. Analysis yeah. paralysis. Yeah. It's kind of like, so what? We're yeah. here, here and now. You know, how am I going to deal with the situation? No, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I think you, just coming back to what you did do, you listened to your body and you let it have some rest, but you didn't let it have rest indefinitely. You gave it some time. You checked back in, saw how you felt, still needed some time. You gave it a bit more time, checked back in, saw how you felt, felt ready this morning and you're back at it again, right? Yeah, absolutely. And something else that came up for me, um, I think when you fall into not feeling well or just generally not feeling yourself, yeah. it's really- to reach for things that are comforting mm-hmm. so something that pops to mind and it's portrayed a lot in movies you know when when uh women are in breakups you know they take a tub of ice cream and eat a litre of ice cream yeah. <laughs> is, um, that, is that real by the way again showing how much i've grown as a person yeah i'm not actually sure i've never done it. i've done it once i was a, how old i was 18 or 19 okay. um and i just because it's something i'd seen them all do in the movies and i was Did like like why do people do this (laughs) so it didn't work no i don't know (laughs) um yeah it it just it's something that i tried once mostly because you see other people doing it not because it's something that i felt to do um but this week was about nourishing me and even though i didn't work Mm -hmm. um i did work i fed myself up so i've the documentaries that i've watched are about the music industry because that is an area that I work in and it was entertaining. It was also educational and it was also very inspirational. So whilst I wasn't actively working, so for example, I would say you were working, but I say you were working on your inner world as opposed to your outer world. And kind of, um, Mm. I did work a bit on my inner world. You know, I, that's part of my everyday routine. I continue to meditate all week. That's part of my routine. Mm -hmm. But what I planned to do was work on my upcoming course Mm-hmm. and my book mm-hmm. but I didn't um yeah but you weren't in the right energy you weren't in the right energy for, like for example exactly it. I, I said I just so for example with my book manuscripts I've got quite a quite a strict um release schedule because I've got so many books I'm getting out over the next sort of 18 months we've got the dreamers manifesto is going to be released in mid-july um stepping beyond intention is already out in pre-order people are paying for it so it has to be ready by the 29th of july uh the monkey drives a lambo comes out in january and then i've got another two books coming out next year which although i'm not working on them like completely simultaneously that there is a schedule that i have to keep to but when my energy doesn't feel right i don't write it because the energy that i'm in is going to affect the energy of what i put into the book and that's going to affect the energy people take out of it but what i do for example is if I know my energy isn't right to specifically work on the book, 
I'll still do something to keep up the habit of working on it. So I might read some old manuscripts or I might do a bit of research, but I won't necessarily do the writing on it. Does that make sense? So like yeah. I'll, I'll keep in the habit of doing the work. However, I won't carry an energy that's not serving into the work at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Everything is energy. So if you write that, the reader at some level will pick that vibe up. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's a really important thing to be aware of. For some people listening to this, they're going to think we sound crazy and a bit out there and woo-woo. Woo-woo! <laughs> uh, part of the journey. Yeah. For me, yes, I didn't touch those things, partly because of that. Mm -hmm. Partly because it just it wasn't me. Um, I don't really watch movies. I don't yeah. really watch TV. Mm -hmm. I do watch something I I angle towards something that's inspirational so I wouldn't call it working necessarily it was something that stimulated me yeah but it was also something to be related to the industry that I was in and I find inspiration in most things I can watch a Disney movie and find inspiration I mean I think they are generally inspirational anyway yeah but I'm also aware that it's the lens that I look through watching it yeah uh, Whereas some people don't look through that lens and that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And interesting what, what we were saying about the whole um, not working on your book because of one of the, the um, documentaries that I've watched um, had Dr. Dre in it. And yeah. he's an absolutely, he's one of my new idols now. I think he's amazing. Yeah. There was a line that he said, and it was something to the extent of you can't rush creativity. Mm. You know, he's had an album that was, I, can't, I think it was Detox. Yeah. And Detox said from the original time that that album was supposed to be dropped to, to the time they were doing this interview, he said he'd, he'd put out five albums. Wow. But Dr. Dre still hadn't put out Detox. Yeah. And that's just because Dre won't put anything out there. If it's not right, he's not working on it. If it's not right, it's not going out there. And Buster Rhymes said something like that about working with him. He said that's one of the things he learned from him, that Dre doesn't just put it out, he gets it to where it's supposed to be, and then he puts it out. If people have to wait, they have to wait. There's a lot to learn from that. I mean, Dre's a huge success. He was the first billionaire in hip-hop. Yeah. That tells you something. Success leaves clues. Yeah. So for me, watching those things, I was stimulated from an entertainment perspective, yeah. but I also learned some things that I can go to my life and my business and it also gave me an amazing insight into the music industry beyond what I've seen and what I know already yeah which reinforces to me that I'm in the right place mm -hmm. because even though I know what goes on behind the scenes I still fall into the trap sometimes of thinking these people don't need me mm. you know they've got, they've got all their s-h-i-t together mm -hmm. they don't mm -hmm. and it was interesting because as a coach, I understand how things manifest and that the fact that they've come from somewhere and every single program that I've watched, when the artists have started acting out, mm -hmm. I've known it's because of some past thing that's triggered. And it's kind of, it's like it brews up inside them like a volcano. Yeah. It comes, they explode. Yeah. And some of the stories, like I watched a documentary about Chris Brown mm -hmm. and, it's not common knowledge to me that he's had any trauma in his past per se, mm -hmm. but the particular incident with Rihanna and his quick rise to success, mm -hmm. you know, there's something there. Yeah. Um, and it's because of his childhood. 
Mm. He saw mum being abused for many years and he held on to that anger. He didn't let it out. He didn't release it. He held on to it. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, years later, it's manifested in the way that it did with the yeah. incident with Rihanna. Yeah. I'm not condoning it. No, no, no. We're just saying. But you can, you can, but you can acknowledge the, the root cause of something without accepting it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And something that stuck out for me, um, I was having a conversation with someone once and he said, you know, oh, I was in my, in my flat the other day and the, the electrics went and they just blew. You know, electrics don't just blow if there's not something wrong. And I just had this light bulb moment. I said, you know what, I'm going to use that. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, people accept something like that with something like the electricity going or a light bulb blowing. Mm -hmm. We don't understand that with people. Mm. When people blow, we just look at them and think, you're an awful person. Mm. You, whatever assumptions people make, whatever judgments they pass, they do. Mm -hmm. However... If you applied the same logic, which as coaches we know, yeah. people don't blow for no reason. There is something exploded inside but of them. Nothing happens with no reason. Everything that we experience is in a, is is it's it's not the cause, it's the effect. Yes. There's a there's a there's a choice, a thought, an energy, and a vibration and a belief system behind everything that we see. Yes, absolutely. But that's very much a new thing. Mm-hmm for most people yeah. that's coming to surface. And even though I understand that on an intellectual level, yeah. I know it on an experiential level, mm-hmm. it's a constant learning curve. But that's the there journey. There are certain... Right? Sorry? But that's the journey. Oh, absolutely. But it's reminding yourself sometimes that it's the journey. Yes, definitely. And that's, that, that's always going to be a journey. And even though you may know it and live it, Mm-hmm. So a situation will crop up or it will, something will happen in a certain area of your life yeah. and sometimes it takes an outside person to help you understand that it applies to that area as well I know you and I have had many conversations and you've kind of put the pieces together yeah. and I oh my goodness you know I know that yeah I live by that but mm-hmm. I hadn't applied it to that situation yeah and therein lies the key and the power of coaches you can't always see the picture while you're in the frame yeah back to what we spoke about earlier is that it's our patterns it's our beliefs our behaviors all of our layers of stuff that filter how we see something so Mm -hmm. it takes someone outside of it sometimes who's not attached who isn't doesn't know the whole ins and outs of everything yeah you connect the dots and to see what's really going on yes no i do feel that i do feel that i do feel that if you were going to give one lesson that you could share that, that resonated with you from this week of just listening to your body, what would you say that it was? That's a really great question. Um, the thing that's popped to my head is it's okay. Yeah. We as a society are taught, you know, work harder, work, work, work rise and grind yeah. do do more yeah it's not about doing more it's about being more mm. and sometimes that's about taking a step back yeah having a breath yeah literal and metaphorical yeah and just checking in with yourself and filling yourself up whatever that is for you i like that
I really do you, can't, you can't pour from an empty cup, as they say. So sometimes I think that our bodies get sick to make us stop. Yeah. And to have that time of inner reflection. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that as the apex. What's an apex? An apex is the pinnacle, like the top, like the, the peak. Why didn't you just say that? Because I use weird words like that. That's my thing. It's one of the reasons why you have chosen, and I've got that on tape now that you've chosen to love me. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no backing you out now. If I didn't own that, yeah, then I'd be a massive hypocrite. Yeah, that's 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 true, and that's something that you're not. That's something that you're not. All right, so um, we're going to pick this back up again. No, I'm, I'm very much about being authentic. You are authentic, and that's one of the reasons why I choose to love you, my friend. Oh, that and plus you actually can actually deal with me, which <laughs> which puts you in a very very small circle of human beings. <laughs> Right, we're going to pick this up. Um, we're going to pick this up again another day. Uh, I think that we should just record them as and when we feel, and then just share them every week with people. What do you think about that? Yep, definitely. We'll just um, share one a week, but um, we'll just record them as and when because we've had so many conversations over the years where it's like, oh my god, like we just found so much truth in that. Because a lot of the time when I'm talking to you, I hear from you things that I'm like, oh. And I hear stuff from myself. I'm like, where did that come from? And we always end up taking some magic away from the conversation. So I'm hoping us just sort of having this very normal Dan and Jade conversation and sharing it with people gives them the opportunity to get some of those ooh moments as well. Absolutely. And I believe that everything happens for a reason. So whoever's listening to this, know that you are meant to be here listening to this. Yes. And even if it's a tiny little thing, yeah. that tiny little thing that you take from hearing this will help shift your life in the direction that it's meant to be. Love it. Love it. How can people connect with you, Jade? You can find me on social media at yeah. I am Jade Stoner. Okay, we'll put that in the description. Spend most of my time on Instagram. Yeah. I love photographs. Yes. And it's my world in photos. Yes. You can also also find my company my business which is called success boutique and that is successboutiquelife.com okay well we'll put those in the description and people are going to get used to it because they're going to hear this every week anyway so yeah i think that's all good um guys you've listened in to a little chit chat between myself and the jade delicious one i am jade stoner uh yeah we'll be back again next week uh tune in to do it with dan on a sunday where i interview inspirational people tune in to the q a session with m hollis on a friday um in terms of you podcasting jade have i twisted your arm to get a bit more frequent with it so people can hear your magic more regularly <laughs> yes um it's juggling a lot of things um so yes i am going to start podcasting more regularly okay good being in the habit of doing this with you will yeah. also stimulate my creative juices okay okay well we're going to get people used to hearing you and then i'm going to just keep pulling you to do more of your own content and get your your channel more active so loving bullying anyway the other thing i was going to say is well you should be vlogging start vlogging on your instagram stories 
just jump in front of One me. Spit some truth. Again, I know it's something, but I know it's it's on the list. I think sometimes my head is so full of so many angles to take. Yeah. You don't know which way to go, or I don't know which way to go rather. Well, so sometimes when I feel like that, my things can come out as a bit blah, 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 blah. Yeah. However, um, as I create my own content more, yeah. that forces me to, to focus in one direction. So naturally then the video and the podcast will fall out of all of that. All right. Well, I'm going to stay on top with you and you know I will because I've said it and I've put it on tape, so I've got to do it now. Um, <laughs> but it's all loving for you, right? Uh, okay, so thanks again, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Jade, for sharing some space with me and creating. Love you loads. Um, yeah, tune in on Thanks. Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. And go, and go and find I Am Jade Stone on Instagram and like her stuff and comment that she should be doing vlogging. Like, do it. Like, join me in this loving bully. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to put that on every week as well. So at some point, people are going to start listening to me and start bullying you. So we're going to start a Make Jade Vlog movement. I might even start a website but we'll see. You can laugh, but you know, I, when I say stuff like that, I'm being serious. I know you are. And <laughs> I've been called to do it for such a long time. Yeah. And I've been told repeatedly I should do it. Okay. So maybe. I know I will. All right. Yes. So I'll let you off. it will happen. It will. it will. Okay. Thanks again, guys. Signing off now. This has been Jade and this has been Dan. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.